On the Disney Plus original series, Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts, it's the Robin you know and love, bringing you the stories you've never heard. Join Robin for intimate conversations with some of the biggest icons of our time, where women from all generations create a dialogue about life, struggle, and triumph. At Robin's Table, inspiration comes full circle. Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts. All episodes now streaming on Disney Plus. Because once you continue to do that, the results shall follow. Consistency is key. Healing can show in many ways. Emotional strength, your desires will be clear, even if it is materialistic. You will start to understand others better. Kindness, love, joy, equanimity, creativity starts to flow. Unshackling from previous behaviors may even bring out your quest for spirituality. Hey there, how are you? Welcome back to the show, It's Your Postman, where the efforts are to create an ecosystem for everyone to feel safe and welcomed in an otherwise biased and divided society. Now, the three main pillars of this podcast are empathy, love, and gratitude. We are all social beings. We need the warmth of a caregiver, the love and nurturing from family, acknowledgement, appreciation, and a support system to grow and develop. We all need food, water, sleep, love, care, security for our well-being. Well-being is not only physical, it is physical, mental and social well-being as defined by WHO or World Health Organization. Each of these three aspects is important and any degree of absence of any or all these can have temporary to permanent damage on a person's well-being. We almost always do not recognize or give importance to an event that happened in our lives, scarring us for life, or having an adverse effect in our healthy being. Broadly speaking, I would say any event that affects us in one way or the other, mentally, is a traumatic event. We will be discussing about literature classification of trauma and many other aspects today. In today's episode, we are going to see what trauma is, particularly childhood trauma and their types and how to heal from our traumas. I would want to discuss childhood trauma because the topic has been of quite an interest to me for a while now. I've seen my behavior patterns and the more I researched and understood the topic of trauma, the more patterns I started to figure that has a link to my childhood. No, my childhood was amazing. I have no complaints. My parents provided us, me and my brother, with the best they could afford and beyond. But this topic goes beyond the normal looking veil of our lives and into smaller, seemingly unharmful day-to-day life events. A trauma in general can be defined as a psychological, emotional response to an event or an experience that is deeply distressing and disturbing. This can be what we might consider to be insignificant, such as not acknowledging the kid on their achievement, to significant physical violence, to sexual abuse, and much more 
that can have a devastating effect on the child sometimes for the rest of their lives if they go unnoticed or undiagnosed one of the most common development of trauma or a traumatic experience is that the individual can suffer from what we call PTSD post traumatic stress disorder not every individual who has a traumatic experience develops PTSD but it can nevertheless affect a sizable population it is difficult to pinpoint at the initial stages that whether the experience will lead to PTSD or not but if the individual keeps visiting a professional it can be identified at an early stage and help can be offered it's a common misbelief that only incidents such as war sexual abuse domestic violence and or or major accident or death of a loved one can lead to trauma but the fact is small incidents such as the ones that mentioned earlier not acknowledging a child's achievement or not paying attention to the child repeatedly these and many such actions by parents or supervisors or teachers can pile up and start to accumulate to what can be considered as trauma how an incident affects a child or an individual can be influenced by many factors such as family values tradition belief systems or society in which individual was brought up and it definitely does not mean that if a child feels traumatized with minor incidents is weaker than the others every experience is different every individual is different and understanding of the type of trauma that the individual has experienced helps us in our diagnosis let's take a short break and when we return let's see what types of trauma are and the effects that they can have on us welcome back before we went on the break we saw what trauma and misbeliefs around it are now let's see what are the types of trauma dr elisa barbash a licensed psychologist says in one of her articles that trauma can be of two types small t and large t she divides the traumatic experiences into these two sections on the basis of its effect on individuals according to her small t are the events that exceed one's capacity to cope and cause a disruption in emotional functioning these can include but not limited to interpersonal conflict financial trouble divorce or separation reacting to some of these run a risk of being labeled as dramatic or attention seeking and hence people don't talk about it much i think we do so because number 1 everyone goes through it so it is fine number 2 we overestimate the others capacity to deal with the situations number 3 we start to pour out our problems and not let the other person speak these events would have occurred to an individual repeatedly over a course of time and hence acts as an accumulation says dr elisa while describing the effects of small t and this may have an impact on mental health of that individual perhaps one single event may not do as much damage as an accumulation of all these events may when we talk about large t they generally are very significant incidents such as sexual abuse rape war terror attacks life threatening accident natural calamity among various others these experiences can have draining effect on individuals from developing ptsd post traumatic stress disorder 
to a complete change in opinions or viewpoints and may push people to suicides or suicidal thoughts or attempts to many other horrific things that no one should go through all by themselves. Who develops PTSD is largely dependent on that individual, social, psychological, family conditions and developing PTSD does not suggest that the person is weak or incapable of handling stress. In fact, the very notion that people might perceive as weak pushes us to consider avoiding showing our vulnerabilities to others who could help us lead to PTSDs. Instead of talking about our problems or trauma, these individuals are now avoiding them, fearing judgment. Whereas, to talk about our traumatic experiences in reality needs courage. There is another type of trauma that I would want to cover today. Trauma that we as children would have undergone. Trauma during childhood that can have long-lasting and negative effects on us even after we have grown up. Let's take a short break and after the break, we'll talk about childhood trauma and the following segment, we will discuss things we can do to overcome childhood trauma and live with a bit more comfort. Welcome back. We covered mainstream trauma events. Now there's a lot of literature on that and one can Google to find more information. Let's see what trauma we may encounter as children that has negative effects on us when we grow up. Now most of us during our childhood would have gone through trauma. Childhood trauma does not have to be abuse, physical or sexual or gross neglect. When we are toddlers, we are highly dependent on our caretakers or parents or nanny. And we learn from their behavior, their reactions to our actions or their reactions in general. As these are formative years, our nervous system stores our understanding of every experience and this affects our behavior throughout our lives in good or bad way, even while choosing our partners. In good ways, childhood experiences can give us confidence boost, compassionate feeling towards the other, caring, equanimity and so on. The bad ones are the ones we are going to discuss today. Our behavioral patterns are defined at this stage and they can rule us during our adult lives. We will live completely unaware of these patterns and their root causes and end up feeling shameful, unworthy and much more if we do not understand these patterns. All this happens because majorly we think trauma is something big and talking about parents not appreciating our achievements can be considered too demanding or too trivial. Let's see what different types of childhood traumas can be. By the way, this is not the entire list and only some of them. It depends on your experience. Should you feel you need to talk to someone, please consult a psychologist or a psychiatrist by googling for the best one in your area. If you're in India, please visit the Live Love Laugh Foundation website for city-specific information or DM me and I can help you out. So here are a few of them. Number one, a parent saying what you think or feel or understand is not important in the sense that they deny those feelings. Let's suppose you had a bad day at school and you're trying to tell it to your parent, mother or father, and they say, yeah, that's fine. The world is like that. Get used to it. 
or casually saying you'll face many more of these in your life this is nothing or if you as a child were abused by someone and upon disclosing it to your parent they denying it ever happened or when your parent does not recognize your feeling or thought or experience then we don't feel validated number 2 an alcohol or a drug abusing parent parallelly the other parent turning a blind eye number 3 a chronically ill parent or emotionally unavailable parent resulting in us not having our emotions met now as a child it is important for us to feel loved and validated and positive affirmations given else we may end up growing up with inadequacies such as low self esteem attention seeking or being that annoying friend in the group some more examples number 4 you practically do not exist for your parents whatever you say or do is not heard or seen and feeling that it is necessary to do something to get that attention like drugs alcohol abuse morally wrong activities number 5 parents living their childhood through their kids or having their child do things that they couldn't do when they were children due to our parents lack of knowledge of financial instability and other factors that we wouldn't understand we could not participate or do a lot of activities when we were kids this when combined with the fact that our friends could do them and not us makes us feel left out as kids we wouldn't understand the difficulties our parents were going through except for thinking that our parents didn't do enough when we grow up we want all of them for our kids then we start to put them in dance music art advanced maths without even knowing what the kid wants number 6 emotionally erratic parents our parent or parents not able to control their emotions and they lash out on us number 7 you do not have the permission to show your emotions suck it up no one cares you're a child stop throwing tantrums i'll tell dad grandfather is coming home shut up and eat your meal or i'll complain dad is not in a good mood today so you better behave hmm mom doesn't like it when you cry so go wash your face and put on a smile this leads to sense of inadequacy lack of self we don't exist according to dr nicole lepera by the way she is a phenomenon on instagram and other social media platforms attachments or relationships we have with our parents or the caregivers before the age of 5 sets the foundation for our adult relationships because these people ideally should meet our emotional and physical needs should they meet our requirements we create safe and secure attachments or insecure and unpredictable ones if they don't now in adulthood when we get into a relationship we mimic the responses that we formed during our childhood to behaviors of our parents or caregivers almost unconsciously these responses are stored in our brain and nervous system and they drive us throughout our adulthood we repeat the same behavior with a friend or a partner if you hid your natural self when you were a child to be loved or acknowledged by your parent you would continue doing the same in your relationships the underlying theme that is self betrayal does not go away unless of course we recognize them and start to work on it 
The trauma bond, as Dr. Nicole explains, includes chaotic atmosphere during childhood, lack of emotional connection, safety, abandonment, unhealthy coping mechanisms such as drug or alcohol abuse, continue in our lives until we heal ourselves from it. If you're still confused or thinking that this may not be you, let's see what do these experiences make us. These experiences shape us into different roles like a caretaker, an overachiever, an underachiever, a rescuer or a protector, a life of the party, the always available one, the hero worshipper. If you identify yourself with any one of these or know someone who is one of these, then it is possible to rewire our brains to bring in normalcy in our lives. We need this healing process. Now let's take a short break and come back and see how to heal from trauma, how to reparent oneself. Welcome back. Luckily for us, there is a lot of information on ways to heal from this trauma. Healing from childhood trauma, or as it is called reparenting, is a process of recognizing those behavioral patterns and looking for those triggers when they happen. Once the trigger is found, once the root cause is understood, changing our behaviors in a non-self-harming way and for our betterment is easy. Let's see a few things that we can do to help reparent ourselves. Now, I really hope you're taking notes because there are so many points in this and I do not want you to miss on it. Number one, having a clear boundary. Let's say if you are emotionally available all the time, set a clear boundary. Tell your friend whoever wants to talk to you that you are available from this time to this time on this day. That means you are giving yourself a boundary and you're expecting your friend to meet that for you. Number two, state your needs. Ask the other person to meet them. Now don't go to your boss tomorrow and say I need that promotion and you have to meet my need. That may not work for you. But understand your needs and state them. How much would you need your partner to help you in your daily chores, for example? Number three, don't be dependent on the other. Change your codependency tendency into interdependence. Keep some things for yourself to decide or do. Number four, find those people who align with your highest self. Number five, know your inherent self-worth and also get in touch with those people who know theirs. Number six, escape transgenerational trauma or family trauma. Now these words may look very big, but transgenerational or family trauma is basically the same behavioral patterns that your parents knew, that their parents knew, that their parents knew. It has been running in our families. Hence, unless our parents have healed, they would continue following what they have learned. Number seven, your relationships are for you both or all the parties to thrive. It's not for one person to grow and the other person is left behind. You grow, you hold space for the other to grow as well. If you practice them, and I really hope you're taking notes, like I said, keep a post-it note in case you need constant reminders like me. Trust me, it's a very, very complicated and hard journey, but it will pay off. Complicated because... You may learn some harsh truths and hard because you need to constantly remind yourself 
to follow these steps. So, for example, I'm used to reading online. Back in the day, I would not close the window on my computer or phone or laptop when I finish for the day so that it stays the next day as reminders. Now, it may not be the best idea for you to do that with regards to a laptop's health. So please use different easily workable techniques. Because once you continue to do that, the results shall follow. Consistency is key. Healing can show in many ways. Emotional strength, your desires will be clear, even if it is materialistic. You will start to understand others better. Kindness, love, joy, equanimity, creativity starts to flow. Unshackling from previous behaviors may even bring out your quest for spirituality. If you're someone who has gone through emotional, physical or mental trauma, trust that you're not alone. My support and love will always be there. You can always reach out to me on my social media platforms and I will respond at the earliest. I really hope this helps. Thank you and take care. Thank you so much for listening in. And if you like the show, please do not forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow my social media pages. On Instagram, it's a.postman. On Facebook, it's your postman. Twitter, it underscore postman. And you can write to me on Gmail. The email address is itsyourpostman at gmail.com. I-T-S-Y-O-U-R-P-O-S-T-M-A-N. Thank you and take care. On the Disney Plus original series, Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts, it's the Robin you know and love, bringing you the stories you've never heard. Join Robin for intimate conversations with some of the biggest icons of our time, where women from all generations create a dialogue about life, struggle, and triumph. At Robin's Table, inspiration comes full circle. Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts, all episodes now streaming on Disney+.